Okay, guys, please do us a favor. Please subscribe on iTunes, but follow on Spotify. We're currently at about 460 followers, and mum said she'd cook us our favorite meal if we get to 500. Hello, Hilton speaking. G'day, Hilton. My name's Sam, and I'm here with my brother, Josh, and we're just doing a podcast, and we're having a bit of a discussion about if we were to cook the most important meal of our lives, what would we cook for someone that we know we wouldn't muck up? So we thought we'd call a random. What is the meal that you would trust yourself most with to cook for someone? Oh, that's a tough one. Something easy. It's probably like a spaghetti bolognese or something like that. Something you really can't stuff up. Would you have a homemade garlic bread or something from Coles or Woolies? Oh, you'd have to go with Coles garlic bread. Thank you very much, Hilton. Appreciate it. No, thank you. Sam, Bromley Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column, it's got your news, and it's got your quiz, Josh. This This is Bromley Lynch. Lynch. Josh, what about you? What meal would you go with? We had Hilton there who was a spag bowl operator with a, a Coles and Woolies garlic bread. Most important meal of your life to cook for someone. Sam, I think I've really advanced in cooking a great satay chicken. Oh. So there's your normal satay, but lately, I reckon it's taken two years, I think I've nearly mastered the satay. You've mastered the yeah, satay? I, I think so. Noodle or rice? Uh, I'll go on the hockey and noodle. Usually I go, but I think I would back myself with that. I had a group over for dinner a couple of months ago. You know, I don't think they're lying to my face, but they were raving about the satay. Okay. I like it. Josh, you? for me, I, I cook a mean tuna pasta. You do? <laughs> and it's, it's pretty basic, but I, I, I do cook a mean tuna pasta. Josh, just quickly, we've done a lot of things in this world. We've flown to the moon. We've circumnavigated the world by boat or whatever it might be. Mm. And how is it that in 2022, you still go past a work site and your ears start to bleed because of the tools and how loud they are? Why haven't we got silences on tools? I mean, we're trying to do a podcast here and people have got to work. I understand that. But there is a noise and I reckon it's 4Ks away Mm. and we can still hear the tools going to work. I'm not even speaking for us, Sam, because we're up here in a nice little cushy studio. How about the person manning that tool? I know. How close they are to that sound. Uh, I feel for them. I feel for them. But, Sam, like, we've got silencers on guns. Yep. So why can't we put a silencer on a tool? Bring the silencers out. (laughs) Let the silencers live. Okay. Exactly right. Sam, yesterday, I had an interesting day. You know when it's just one of those days where everything that could go wrong probably does go wrong? For me, that was yesterday. <laughs> I started a bit late for work. Drop down the day. Yeah, first day back, you know, holidays, ready to go. Slept through the alarm a little bit. Yeah, strike one. Bang. Breakfast took forever. Seemed to take forever. Packing the lunchbox. Seemed to take forever. <laughs> still, kept, still pack a lunchbox. But then I got the speeding fine on the way to work. Oh. Yeah, speeding fine on the way to work. And I saw it. What's worse? The police car coming from in front of you or behind you, do you think? So, are they lights on lights from in on. front? Yeah, lights When on. they do the turn, you know that they're <laughs> yeah. coming after you and no one else. <laughs> yeah. And oh. you can pray that it's not you, but it is um, bound to be you. I knew. But, Sam, and then a few things happen at work. I don't want to go into it, okay? I don't want to go into it yet. Probably not allowed. Yeah, probably not allowed to just yet. But... I wanted to try and think of ways to, to make myself feel better. So what are the tactics you use to make yourself feel better after a day that's probably gone wrong for you? I want you to think about that for a bit. But mine was go and do some exercise. Yep. But I went and did some hot yoga. Mm. Now, that is Yummy. a good ex- Yeah, that is a good experience. That is a very good experience. But then it was sort of that helped a little bit, but I just needed to keep going. Like it was a long day. So then it was like a conversation with a mate, Sam Bonser, because uh, he was thinking about trying. 
<laughs> trying to get out of a rut as well. But then it was like, listen to some music, yep. have a shower, cleanse yourself. And then it was just like nice and calm on the couch for the rest of the night. What's the way you do it? Josh, very similar. Exercise of some sort. Mm-hmm. But if I can't, I try and enjoy some food or drink that I want. Yeah. Constantly, I'll be driving. If it's a drive home, I'll go and get myself a, a really cold can of Coke Zero. <laughs> and I'll just sit there. And enjoy the can of Coke Zero. Sam, do you know what we like to call a Coke Zero? What? A black aspirin. A black aspirin, uh, yeah. that is right. It helps everything. <laughs> yeah, it it soothes the soul. Are you um, a can or a glass bottle? Josh, the other day I, I got a, a glass bottle because... Yeah. From the petrol station, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The glass bottle is just so appealing to look at. It is. It's a beautiful looking product. Love a can, don't get me wrong. The sound of that can opening, you think... God, this is heaven. Yeah. This is about to this is about to really help me. The glass bottle, it's not something that I'd have every week though, the bottle. No. I think it's like special occasions. Yes. It's you know, people are coming over for dinner and mum brings out the good crockery or something like <laughs> yeah. that. You don't want it too much. Uh, don't spoil a good thing. No, I, I agree with that. And people aren't buying like four packs of glass bottles, I don't think. You're, you're more inclined to buy bulk cans, but the once off, once every every so often, the glass bottle in it, in it with the soft drink. Now, Josh, last week in the podcast, we had a chat about, I suppose, the... Uh, the do's and don'ts of when trades come and work in your home. And Sam, we had plenty of responses. We did. We and did. People, yep. can I say, the large majority of people, especially tradies, were more inclined to say, do not hover. As a customer, do not hover. Well, at Digby Sangster on Instagram. I think he, he sort of spoke for everyone saying, nothing worse than having a client hover while you work, but can never turn down homemade slice or biscuit. Yeah. So he's happy to do the work, Ooh. but he's also happy to be fed after it. Which we love. And that was probably the sentiment from most people. Yeah, yeah. Now, Josh, I also put out a post yesterday. I was, I was sitting on the, the couch the other day watching some television and I, I realised that I hate the volume when it's not ending in a, a zero or a five. So it's got to be like 10, 15, 20. It can't be like 18 or 13 for some weird superstition well, I have. Li- I think we build these things over time. Living with you, you're pretty staunch on that. Too, I am. I am very I'm, I'm very staunch on it. To the so, point where you've stolen the remote off me to change it to zero or th- to end it. Absolutely, I have. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like one of those things that you can't get past. Once you see it just finish on 13, you're like, oh no, that's not good. That, something bad is going to happen here. <laughs> I put the call out to our beautiful followers mm-hmm. and I asked them for some of their superstitions and I, and I picked a couple. At Richard Martin. Can't let the microwave get to zero. Have to push the eject button at one to two seconds. I reckon that would be very common for many people. Josh, nachos boshos goes one step further. Microwave nearly ready. I have to count down backwards out loud from 10, (laughs) 9, 8, (laughs) 7, 6, all the way down. Okay, has to count down. So obviously Nachos Boshos comes back to the microwave when he thinks there's about 15 seconds to go. He might be doing something else around the house and he's like, bang, quick, down to the microwave to to make sure he's counting down with the microwave. Actually, now that he mentions that, I probably do a little bit the same, but not to that extent. I think you're right, actually. You do. Like if, something's like, if something's like cooking, like last night I was cooking a steak, I had a steak on and I'm like, 20 more seconds. And yeah. I just went 20, 19, 18, 17, 16. I was out the back. Like, someone, a neighbour would think, God, what a bizarre human that is. Yeah, I know. And then at B, Minity, the foot of your bed can't be directly facing a window. The foot of your bed can't be directly facing yeah, a window. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm big time. Just probably for safety purposes. Safety purposes, yep, yep. yeah. Farquhar 10. Can when you I say s- that name again? Farquhar yep. 10. Yep. Like Lord Farquhar yeah, Lord of Farquhar. Shrek. When I stay in a hotel accommodation, I have to open every door and cupboard 
just in case I need something. Interesting. What do you mean? So every time they go into a hotel, yeah. the hotel room, they check every drawer and cupboard. I think Farquhar steals the soaps. I'm, I'm pretty sure this sounds like Farquhar steals the soaps. Speaking of, yeah. I was, uh, we got some lovely uh, accommodation a couple of weeks ago when I took Mother Jenny to Moulin Rouge <laughs> and we went to, uh, booked a hotel. Sam, she was quick at putting the soaps and the conditioners <laughs> and the shampoos and everything in there. But w- the older you get, why not? No, exactly. you're, I think you're entitled to it. Absolutely you are. That's why they have it out there. At Millie Martin. Don't like the number 13. Can never get out of bed at 13 past the hour or if digits add to 13. 9.13am is cursed. What? So there's some issues there with the with the number 13. She's going to have to delve deeper into that issue. She's going to have to look further back, I think, to have a there's think about weird, what happened There's there. some strange super Superstitions that a lot of people do have. I'm, as soon as I wake up, have to have the lamp on. The bedside lamp. I'm not getting out of bed and turning the light on. I'm bedside lamp. Josh, and a few honourable mentions to the people that would have the toilet roll under rather than over and vice versa. People were pretty staunch in their support for either under or over. Sam, people get quite disgruntled. About all this sort of this situation, if you had a debate, like, like some people, like you know, Russia, Ukraine, obviously big issue in the world. What but about some like the, people? The current would, election, gas prices, all this sort of stuff. Imagine if Elbow and Scomo started getting up. Like, I want everyone's household <laughs> for their toilet paper to be under. Mate, people would actually kick up a stink. No, I think it would get more feedback from <laughs> people that don't listen to politics. I'm actually serious. If we saw Albo and ScoMo having an argument about where the toilet paper should be placed in a household, I think you'd see people who aren't inclined to listen to the politicians start to fight back on Twitter. I think you're right, Sam. Sam, some news has come to my attention. We were talking about Guinness World Records we were. a couple of weeks and ago. And I, I, I will say, not to disclose too much information, there has been there has been some correspondence with David Rush. There has. The man. The David Rush the, man. The man that just wants to break every world record. There's been some correspondence. Is that his full-time job? So watch this space. Now, this is a record that he'd find hard to break. Please go on. The world's oldest person okay. died. He will try his best. Yeah, he will try his best. <laughs> if there's anyone that will try their best. It's Rushman. So, <laughs> Rushman. Are we allowed to call him that? We'll call him Rushman. Yeah, okay. Uh, the world's oldest person, 119 years old, has unfortunately died. Like, that is an innings. Yeah. Okay, a big innings. But we're still enjoying some fizzy drinks. So, uh, some yeah, but I think maybe out of a glass bottle. Like Coke, you. Coke, yeah, no Coke, sugar. Coke, Coke, no sugar. But, Sam, it got me thinking about longevity. And Japanese people actually tend to exhibit longevity and dominate super centurion lists. What's I that? don't know. Oh, so like, yeah, list, as soon yeah. as you've reached 100, you're on that list. Yeah, okay, that's a, Is that a list you want to go on? I would love to go on that list. You reckon? If, if I'm healthy. I reckon if I'm 85 and lived a pretty fulfilling life, I'm pretty good. Yeah, you're I'm done? Pre- yeah, I'm pretty good. Yep. I don't know about that next 15 years. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Um, unless I'm healthy. But Sam, Japanese people like to stay fit and active into their 80s, okay, and live a healthy lifestyle. But on the super centurion list... I'm not too sure what the population of Japan is. Yes, Sam. Can I say, it's Centurion. Yeah, Centurion. Centurion list. Thank centurion. You. Is that what I'm centurion saying? Centurion list. Was I saying it wrong? Centurion. Oh, was I saying yeah, centurion? centurion? Well, thank you for the no clarification there. Centurion. Sam, 86,510 centurions yeah. in Japan. 86,510 centurions in Japan. Did you look at the rest of the world and their tallies? No, I didn't. But the Japanese are the oldest. Okay. okay they're the oldest people. But And it's because of their different lifestyle habits and also the food and everything they have. But Sam, Healthy. 1903 was the year this lady was born. So I looked up what was happening in 1903. The first silent film 
The Great Train Robbery debuted. Don't know about going to that. You'd be wondering what's happening. Back in the day, yeah, that's it all you been had. Amazing. Percy Furnival carries out the first known case of cardiac surgery. Wow, that's an effort. That's that's a really good effort. That you'd be shitting yourself cutting someone open and performing the first As, ever heart. Imagine being the patient. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> like, have you done this before? No. <laughs> I haven't done this before. 19-year-old American socialite becomes the first woman to fly a powered aircraft solo when she pilots a motorized Drigbill, number nine it was called, from Paris to Chateau de Bagatelle in France. And then, Sam, the first documented successful controlled powered flight of heavier-than-air aircraft with a petrol engine was done later that year. But, Sam, this one's a good one. Mm-hmm. This, one's it. this one's it. In November of 1903, something that would change the lives and save many people's lives for years and years to come was created and invented. Can I guess? The windscreen wiper. Oh, wow. The windscreen wiper for automobiles was first patented by Mary Anderson in the United States. Sam, it got me thinking, windscreen wipers haven't changed a hell of a lot. No, since they don't need to. No need. No need. Absolutely no need. So then it got me thinking about other things that have, were invented that have not changed. Okay. Bubble wrap. Don't need to. Doesn't need, need to change. change. You know what? I, I actually, I haven't seen bubble wrap for a long time until the other day. Yeah. And I was popping that Sam, thing like crazy. Sam, it was in class the other week oh. and you're telling the students not to puff it. But at the back of the classroom, oh. I am popping I am popping away. It is an unbelievable feeling. It is. It really is. Sam, tea towels. Haven't changed. I don't think they need to change ever. No. Nah. They never, ever need to change. Barbed wire. Oof. I think... Someone's created the barbed wire and thought no one else can exceed what no. this needs to do. Simple but effective. Exactly right. Is there anything you can think of that hasn't changed? That hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. But do you know what? As an inventor of one of these things, you're like, fuck it. Yeah. No one else can do better than this. No, exactly right. <laughs> no one's exceeding this one. Whereas, you know, people like people invented um, curtains, like a curtain. Like people made better curtains, blinds and everything like that. But, you know, like we're talking about Windscreen wipers. Not many people can get better than that. Shoe boxes? No. Nah, I reckon. mean, like you're always going to fit your shoes in the same sort of box. That's I mean, true. they're always going to be that shape. That's, so that's the shoe box is going to stay. That, it might be shoe boxes. Because you're not going to just, you've always got to keep them together. Yes. Otherwise, you've got one set of shoes. That's very true. But Sam, that's 1903. That's when she was born. Unfortunately, now deceased. But still not the oldest woman to ever have lived. That was 122 years 122. Of age. That's good That going. is remarkable. Yeah. Sam, what have you got for me? Josh, some, some nice environmental news, actually. Sam, we haven't touched on that much, so no. give it to me. No, we, we like the environment. We like the environment in which we currently live. But some great news for the humpback whales, especially the Australian humpback whales. So they are now not noted as an endangered species, mm-hmm. okay? So let me give you some context. In 1963, local whaling operations stopped fishing humpback whales while the species gained international protection in 1965. So stopped the whaling of humpback whales in 1965. At one point, there was only 1,500 humpback whales living in Australia. Now an estimated 40,000 individuals That's reside right. there. How good is that in the that, Southern right. Ocean? 40,000 humpback whales and the figure is still climbing. Who's counting them? Uh, that's a great question, isn't it? Isn't it a great question? You know what I mean? Like, we can say it's 40,000, which is awesome, but who's counting? There's some... Well, Josh, let me <laughs> let me go on about yeah, this. So, in a ship, one... 
two, there, three. Oh, no. Stay there. Stay there. You're <laughs> making me muddle up. Don't know whether that was you or you. It's like in a PE class when you're putting numbers together and the kids keep moving around. They have no idea the stress. So there's probably actually... Let's, let's take off half yeah, for yeah. miscounting. <laughs> so there's probably only 20,000. <laughs> no, so it is great. And Josh, it took me back. I will go on to the news in a minute, but... Our fascination with whales goes back a long, a long way. Yeah, especially orcas. Oh, Free Willy! So Free Willy was a great show, movie, movie, movie. Film. Se- series, film. film series over the the nineties, and we used to love watching oh, it. Mate. So much so that children are very impressionable. Josh and I used to run the bath, put sacks of salt in the bath. One would pretend that they're Free Willy, and the other would. Pretend they're like Jesse putting his hands in the bath with, you know, when he does the, the call. They're, they're cool to the, and then one of us would pop up <laughs> as Willie. Just we did do that. You know, it just it shows only five imaginations of kids. It was only five years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, Josh, you're talking about the counting of the Humpbacks. killer whales. Yeah. Tough so job. There's some great news as well because people are doing such good efforts with conservation of, of different animals and bushland and all that sort of stuff. I've got an article that I've been reading about the other animals that are now not endangered. Oh, so, so that were, were as once endangered. endangered, now not endangered. So I'm thinking like... Well, I'm I've thinking, just got a few here. Yeah, like rhinos maybe. Josh, so the southern white rhinoceros, uh-huh. very good. Yeah. So it was once thought to be extinct chiefly due to hunters targeting them for their meat and sport yep. and their tusks, yeah. I believe. But in 1895, a group of under 100 southern white rhinos were found in Krasula Natal in South Africa. Now there are 20,000 southern white rhinos on earth, which is great, yep. around the African area. That would be a bit harder to count. And more dangerous yep, to count. Way more dangerous say. to count. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. From a distance. You'd need binoculars to count. They're them. so they're like prehistoric when you look at them. They are. Right? They are Saurus. Yes, exactly. You know, they right. finish in Saurus. Yeah. Now Josh. <laughs> prehistoric. Is it not? <laughs> Anything that ends in Aurus. <laughs> now giant panda. Now Josh, you wondered how they counted the whales. Yeah. How they count the giant panda population is that they actually have people that they send up trees. In China, obviously, and they send up trees and they look at the bamboo markings oh. on the bamboo trees okay. and tell by, like, the different teeth bites and stuff like that yep. how many different pandas That's there are. the toughest one. That's tough. If I was to be a counter of animals, that would be the most difficult one. It'd be tough. Yeah, if you're looking at teeth marks, trying to distinguish between the differences between them. Sam, when I said a few weeks ago about the koala having a boring diet with yeah. the eucalyptus. Yeah. I reckon panda exceeds bamboo. the... Yeah, bamboo. What would have more taste though? Bamboo or... or no, eucalyptus. You reckon? Yeah, it has a bit more it's of a strong, scent. It's yeah, a strong scent, scent isn't yeah. it? Like bamboo is not too bad. Do they sometimes put them in like Asian curries? Bamboo shoots. Bamboo shoots. Bamboo shoots. Yes. Bamboo yeah. shoots. Yeah. yeah. So if they're, uh, you know, if they're from the bamboo family, yeah. they're pretty delicious. Yeah, absolutely. And Josh, the American, well, this doesn't end in saurus, but it, ator, alligator. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are they, were they, the American were they alligator? Endangered? Yeah, it was meant to be endangered. See, because they didn't have a US version of Steve Irwin. Yes. That's why. Yes. Well, he didn't kill crocodiles, Josh. No, I know. We don't want to kill them. No, no, no. no he, he prolonged their lives. He did. Yeah, he that's did. what he did. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, know, do you I, want get to I get what you're saying now. I get what you're saying He definitely didn't kill crocodiles. Was his movie called The Crocodile Hunter? Yes. Probably, looking back, probably should change the name of that. The Crocodile, crocodile Saviour. Saver. Or The Crocodile 
replacer. Yes. So they, he used to replace them yes. into other waters. Yes. That they <laughs> that would have more fish yeah. to eat and humans. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, it was bring your mouth guards to training week, wasn't it? It was. You it know, was. after after a bad loss, I don't want to always talk about, you know, the footy vernacular, but after a bad loss, it's like, bring your mouth guards to train this week. Mm. It's going to be physical. It's time to get dirty. Okay? It's time to learn from the mistakes of the past, and that's what we've done this week with the quiz. So, Sam, we got four out of ten. Not good. Four out of ten. Probably our worst result. No, it probably is our, probably equal with our worst result, Easily. I'm thinking. People have been mentioning that to us, which is yep. good. But they also don't mention when we're going but all right. People are giving us their quizzes to heart. Quizzes to heart. Quizzes to heart. Yeah, Sam. Because that's what card. we like. That's what we like. Sam, affairs that are current. Question one. What does Anzac stand for? Beautiful day on the Australian and New Zealand calendar. I think it's right up there. It is. It I, definitely I is. I believe. Australian, New Zealand... Army Corp, I believe it stands for. Well done. The acronym ANZAC became famous with the landing of the corps on the Gallipoli Peninsula at Dardanelles on 25th At the April. Dardanelles, Josh. The Dardanelles, sorry. Sam, that is one thing I would really like to do one day is go to a dawn service in Gallipoli. Yeah. I think you'd get a real Bucket sense. list. Because we go to the dawn service wherever we are now, but I think you'd get a real sense of how difficult it was for the ANZACs over there. Number two, Josh. We're one from one, affairs that are current. Who won France's presidential election? Now, I believe I know this. Is and it, I think it's re-elected. Is it, I think so I re-elected. think it's Macron. Yeah, Macron. Macron, I believe. Do we have a first name? Uh, do we have to say the first name? Great. He'll accept oh, the Macron. last name. Emmanuel Macron. Yeah. Emmanuel Macron has been re-elected. Well done. First French president to be re-elected. Uh, re- <laughs> First president to be re-elected since 2007. Good effort. Two from two, Josh. Two from two. Affairs of the current. Question three. What state does the US music festival Coachella occur in? Big I start. Re- yeah, I, re- I reckon we know this. We can say this with our eyes closed. Yeah, <laughs> California. I believe. So. I believe it's California, Palm Springs. Yeah, California in the Coachella Valley. The festival's origins trace back to 1993 concert that Pearl Jam performed at the Empire Polo Club while boycotting venues controlled by Ticketmaster. Very Eddie Vedder. Very, very Eddie Vedder. Love that. Question four. We are now three from three. We've had these starts before, Josh, and we've, we've dropped off. Come on. So keep, keep with it. Entertainment, art and sport. Which Australian actor plays Jake Sully in the Avatar franchise? Avatar, great movie. Good movie. One you watch maybe every five years, five years because yeah. it is an epic. Yeah. You can't be watching that every year. Is it Sam Worthington? I think it's a Worthington. I think it's Sam Worthington. I believe you're right. Well done. Right, During its good. theatrical run, good. the this film broke several box office records and become or became the highest grossing film at the time, surpassing the Titanic. Josh, we're on. Four of four. The musician known as Flea is the bassist and co-founding member of what rock band? We may as well give it away now. Give it away now. <laughs> Sam, how about how we went... Under the bridge when yeah. we came here. I know. And it was funny that, you know, Coachella had a bit of Californication with it. On the weekend, I went road tripping. Did you? Mm. 
Sam, I believe it's red hot chili peppers. And did you get a hump the dump? <laughs> I believe yeah. it's red hot chili peppers. Yes. Sam, red- how about how he was born in Melbourne? Flea. Flea was born in Melbourne. If you ever want to go and see a bassist doing bassist things yeah. or what you think a bassist should do, go and watch Flea. Yeah. Shirt off, ripping into it. Love it. You saw them live? Saw them live. Great. Yeah, it was a good good concert. Really solid concert. Solid. Yeah. Is that what you want to be known as a band? <laughs> solid? It was no. Do you know why? It was 43 degrees. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot. Question six. Josh, we're five from five. Entertainment, art and sport. Name three of the seven women named in Lou Baker's song Mumbo Number no. Five. This is a great question. I like this. He likes like the, the names. Yeah, yeah. Like we had a little last bit week of Monica in my life. life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A, a little, little bit, bit of is all I need. A little bit of Sand. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit, bit Mary. of Mary. Can we name them again? Mary, Sandra, Rita, Rita, Jessica. Sam, it's Monica, Erica, Rita, Tina, Sandra, Mary, Jessica. Good work. Great Good question. Work. Sam, how many people are listening and also singing to themselves? Sam, we're six of six. This is humongous. This is big. This is This huge. is one to tell we the kids about. From here. So it's history, geography, science. We are six of six. The 30 metres tall statue of Christ the Redeemer <laughs> overlooks which city? Seven. seven. <laughs> we, we, I reckon we've got seven. Going hard here. Sam, so, I believe it's Rio de Janeiro I in think Brazil. It's it's Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Sam, it's well Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. And Brazil and was voted one of the new seven wonders of the world. Josh, you know how I know that? Why? The Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant created show, An Idiot Abroad with Carl Pilkington. Pilkington. If you want to laugh, guys, and it's, it's quite old, but An Idiot Abroad is one of the funnier shows you'll see. Josh, question eight. Seven of seven. Seven of seven. I've never said that. Is zero considered an odd or even number? I should know this because I'm a teacher. No, you shouldn't. It's not necessary. Is it a trick question or is it... No, Josh, I reckon zero is considered... Let's just go an even number. But it looks odd. Zero looks odd. Let's go even. Even! Yes! Eight! Eight Eight from eight. An even number is any number that can be divided by two with the answer being a whole number. I still don't get that. But no worries. I just... Every second one isn't even. Josh. Sam, history, geography, science. Question nine. What horn instrument caused annoyance at the 2010 FIFA World Cup? This is going to be this nine is, from nine. So I believe this was annoying as it shit. It was very yeah, annoying. it really was. It was like a, a trumpety, yeah. trombony looking device. But didn't change like tone no. at all. It just stayed the same. Probably just depended on your, your breath. Yeah. How, how it sounded. Sam, so I believe it was a vuvuzela. The vuvuzela, I think, is correct. We got it. The Vuvuzela is commonly used at football matches in South Africa where the 2010 FIFA World Cup was held. Josh, I think we're going to go for 10 from 10 here. This is massive. Can we get some vision or something yeah. here? This is Josh, we've got cameras. Team, we've got cameras. Yeah. So, Josh, you know, for all those people that said we were doing nothing and we weren't going to amount to anything, we're about to have a go at 10 out of 10 on a quiz. And it's a bonus question. Question 10. What is the last vowel in the English alphabet? Josh, look down the barrel of your camera. I'll look down the barrel of mine. You got it? A, 
E I O U. Yes! <laughs> Great work. 10 out of 10. Great work. Look at that handshake. <laughs> Sam. So I spelled up. Well done. 10 out of 10. That is brilliant. It is. Quite brilliant. It is. How do you the, end on that? The, the mouth guards worked. The motivational speech. We enjoy this for now. Yeah. But then it's back to work. Next week. Yeah, next yeah. week. Okay. So we're back in mouth guards next week to training because we want to just, you know, two tens in a row would be something quite incredible. Josh, how do you top that? What's going to top that this week for you, you reckon? Is there uh, anything on there? Do you know what topped that just before it? Go on. Like last night I finished a book. What book? Uh, it's called The Book Thief by Marcus Zurak. It's a historical fiction based around World War Two Nazi Germany. But there was times there about... Because it's about 580-odd pages. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. At about the 380, 400 mark, I had real serious doubts about finishing this book. Really? It had a bit of... Well, for me, it just had a bit of a lull. But then it, it showed me that you've got to persevere. So persevere with it because... The waterworks were out last night. I think as a as a reader, you've got to persevere because the writer persevered oh, to get to 580 yeah, pages. You know, you're just reading it. Yeah. They're coming up with it from yeah. their brain. But Sam, when I, when I go and buy my next book, I'm big on looking at font size. Yeah. Like the font needs to be spacing. Large. The spaces need to be decent. Yep. Okay. What else do I need to look at? How many pictures there are? <laughs> How many pictures there are? See, in this book, I thought I was like 300 pages in and then all of a sudden, I didn't know what was coming. And I thought, this is a long book. Yeah. But then some cartoons started coming in, like from the story, obviously. Quickest 30 pages. Isn't ever. it great when you, when, you, when you just stumble upon like autobiographies or something and like most, like every 30 pages, there's yeah. like six pages of pictures. Yeah. And you're like, this person's just... It, they're just trying to hit the page mark. Do you know what? And you couldn't tell anyone what the book's about, but you could tell them what they look like when they were six years old. Exactly right. <laughs> you know? Exactly right. You know oh, I mean? God, it's too But good. so I was really like quite proud, and it was a really good book. Like I highly recommend. Uh, and if anyone's got any recommendations for books, I do like historical fiction. Okay. So if well, I'm reading one at the moment, Josh. It's taken me a while. Yeah. It's by Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. It's called Blood Meridian. Yeah. And it's, it's like... Focused on like the the south of America in like the eighteen hundreds, like the US, the US, yeah. and it's it's quite violent, graphic, mm-hmm. but a, a really good read at the moment. Yeah, but slow. I'm slow and steady for me. But slow I'm sure it's like people that listen to Bromley Lynch have some good recommendations. Yeah. Please send them into our Instagram. Would love. Would, would love to hear some feedback. May, may even maybe, start a book club. Maybe the Bromley Lynch book club. <laughs> This is Becky Ram. McGee. <laughs> sort of. The Roy Simons book was one that I think I first ever read. <laughs> the Roy <laughs> Simons autobiography. Talking Sam, about his pursuits in the Queensland cricket. It was amazing. Sam, is there anything you're looking forward to this week? Now, Josh, I am looking forward to... I'm go, we're going back to Ballarat, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I'm going back to our roots. Going back to, to watch the old club play uh, footy. Our younger brother Tom will be playing. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to getting back with the fam. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be a bit of fun. I'm doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll also. see you in the car. Love you, mate. I love you too. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and join the family. And follow us on Instagram at Bromley Lynch. You won't regret it. <laughs>